0: Welcome to Mental Stillness. My name is Derek, and I'm excited that somehow you stumbled across this podcast. Welcome to Episode 7. Today's conversation is Part 2 to our last episode where we discussed what it means to be a sensitive leader. Today's episode, we are swinging to the other end of the spectrum, where we're gonna talk about what does it mean to be a Stoic leader? Now, Stoicism goes way back thousands of years, all the way back into ancient Greek philosophy. One of the most prominent, famous ones I'm sure you studied at some point in school was the emperor Marcus Aurelius. Now, we're not gonna spend our time talking about ancient Stoics and their history or their life, or what they accomplished. But there are principles that they helped create, that they lived by, that still finds its way into life and leadership today. Some of the principles of Stoicism that I want to share and talk about and contrast with being a sensitive leader is, in Stoicism, there is a heavy focus on where we are spending our energy, and that it really should only be spent on things that we can control. Specifically, in regards to emotions, emotions can be a distractor or they can pull us away from the most rational, logical thing to do in the moment. And because emotions can be volatile, in the stoic approach, it can be pointless to even engage some of those emotions. Another belief of Stoicism is that every single person has the resources necessary within themselves to accomplish the things that they need to accomplish. I think there's a really good scene from a movie that paints a picture of Stoicism and some of its principles. And that movie is none other than Titanic. It's towards the end of the movie when the Titanic is starting to sink. As you can imagine, the scene was chaotic. And in the middle of this scene, you see people responding in different ways. Some people are running, screaming, jumping overboard. Other people are fighting to get into a raft. Some people don't really know what to do. They're in shock. There's a really sad scene where there's an elderly couple... And they just decide to lay in bed and surrender to their fate. One of the scenes that stands out most to me is when you see a group of musicians. They were the onboard entertainment. There's a couple violin players, a cello player. And the scene begins where they are bidding farewell to each other. It looks like they had just been performing at a dinner function. So they bid farewell to each other, they start walking in different directions, and one of the band members starts to leave, then pauses, and you can see a deep sense of contemplation with, of him trying to decide what his next move is. And slowly he lifts up his violin, and he starts to play a song. It wasn't long before the other violin player returns, stands with him, lifts his violin as well, and starts to play. The rest of the band returns. It's a really powerful scene with all the chaos that's happening around these men as they're playing a song called Nearer My God to Thee. And in that moment when you see it, it's hard or even impossible to imagine what they were thinking or feeling in that moment. But there's a part of me that wonders if it wasn't, I can't make this boat stop sinking. I can't make more room on those rafts. I can't really do anything. In this moment though, the only thing I do know how to do is play this song. And so that's what they did. And I think this is such a powerful picture of stoicism that teaches a philosophy of putting your full attention towards the things that are within your control not getting swept away in any kind of emotions because those are fleeting. And so rationality is the focal point. Many of you listening are going to fall on the spectrum somewhere between the sensitive leader and the stoic leader. I hope in these last two episodes, you can start to figure out a little bit more accurately where you stand. There's definitely pros and cons with each of them. I want to acknowledge my natural bias. Again, it's probably very obvious that I am a sensitive leader. There's a lot of the stoic side of things that challenge me because it's outside of my wiring. We talked in episode six about some of the nurture and nature aspects of being a sensitive leader. That's definitely true for me. So the stoic leadership principles feel very different than what I'm naturally bent towards. And maybe you feel that way if you're a stoic person thinking about some of the sensitive leadership principles and types. So here's what I would say. If you're a stoic leader, similar to what I said about being a sensitive leader, The most important thing you can do is be self-aware of that, understanding that your default as a stoic leader is going to be someone that does really good from an individual standpoint, keeping yourself cool, calm, and collected. Think back to that scene of the first band member holding the violin. He took initiative, held his ground, ignored the things that were outside of his control, the noise, the chaos, the water that was rising, the death that was right around the corner, He stood his ground and didn't waste unnecessary energy on things outside of his control. You're going to bring that as a stoic leader to an organization. As a stoic leader, it's going to be very natural for you to be present in the moment. So fear and anxiety and and worrying about that next thing around the corner isn't at the top of your list or a top level concern for you. Being a stoic leader teaches you to deal with what's right in front of you. For the same reasons you are gifted in certain aspects of leadership that also becomes your achilles heel as a stoic leader and what i mean is this i just talked about how gifted you are of being stable having clarity of thought in the midst of chaos able to really anchor into the moment and not get caught up in future challenges or issues. That becomes a problem, because in high-level leadership, to be at your best, you need to be able to forecast future challenges and prevent them proactively. Stoicism anchors you in the moment and says future aspects, future challenges aren't worth as much energy as the here and now. That can truly work against a Stoic leader because organizations need to be proactive and forward-thinking. Another aspect that's a challenge for Stoic leaders is that they're not the best of engaging and bringing other people along. So much energy is put into their own individualistic stability, they don't always think about the person to their right or their left. The Stoic leader also looks at a really big problem that feels outside of their control, And it's very tempting and easy for a Stoic leader to be like, well, there's zero chance that I'm fully going to fix this broad global situation, so therefore it's not worth any effort. And that mindset is attainable, again, because they're thinking about their own individualistic power, energy, and effort, and not thinking about the bigger team and what the team could accomplish or the organization could accomplish. So if you are a stoic leader, here's what I want you to try. I want you to choose something that feels like a really big problem in your organization or in your team. I then want you to ask yourself, how long have I known this to be a problem? Another question might be, how long have I been avoiding this problem? And a final question might be, why do I think I've been avoiding this problem? Once you have some answers to those questions, I want you to shift into problem solving. But that problem solving needs to happen outside of just yourself. If you're on the stoic leader side of the spectrum, you try to tackle challenges individually. These big problems are going to stay big problems. If you're only approaching them with your own strength and your own skill set, so find one or two other people that you can talk to about this big problem in a collaborative way. Because my guess is you've completely avoided it. And in the past, when you've thought about tackling this issue, it feels like a problem that's too big for your skill set. And here's the secret it probably is. But I wonder what could happen with more intentional collaboration around the big problem if you truly allowed the people on your team to bring their gifts alongside your gifts to try to chip away or completely move beyond this problem. Again, stoic leaders have so many great assets for a team and for an organization. But it's only through you growing your self-awareness and understanding, where am I getting in my own way? Where am I shutting down? Force yourself to be collaborative if you're a Stoic leader. That is going to accelerate results and make you way more impactful. Also, the sensitive leaders are going to really respond to that invitation. And I call that a win-win.